0: Thanks, Caitlin. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, it would not be Sunday if I didn't give you a groaner of a joke. What do you call Batman when he misses church? Christian Bale. The guy that played Batman was... Okay. Everybody enjoying summer? Summer is, I I enjoy summer. I I like the seasons, but uh, I do enjoy them all. I do like summer. You know, it's amazing we get into a season and then we're looking forward. I Can't wait till this heat is over and it's going to be fall. You get in the fall, I'm looking so forward to winter. Of course, most people that say that aren't the ones that Shovel. (laughs) <laughs> but I do like winter as well. And then, you know, you get in winter. I can't wait till it's warm again. I can't wait till spring. But it's great to have the different seasons. We're enjoying summer. And we've been in our new place about nine, nine months or something like that. So much to do. I mean, you ever find that? So we start picking things. Like we're going to do the outside things. Now, while the weather's good, we'll do some of the inside things when it gets colder. has nothing to do with the message, but just wanted to say that. All good. Hey, well, you know, I just wanted to talk for a couple minutes uh, about hope. Let's say hi to our online crowd. God bless you guys. Amen. Good to have people. I know we got people watching us from Florida and Texas and different states all around the world, and we give the Lord praise. We might even have Gary might be watching from Belize now. So, Gary, if you're watching, God bless you. Good to uh, see you this morning. You know, and I, you know, I was out and about just like y'all do. We get, you know, get out and I was at the grocery store. And does, does anybody look in the grocery stores? Some of the stores like, well, there's the, like somebody went in. It's almost like going to Marion Walmart when it snows two inches. The bread and milk are like, like, oh my gosh, we're never going to make it. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to find coffee creamer. Any husband go on a duty tour to find the kind of creamer that you need? Just trying to find coffee creamer. But it looked like there was a run on coffee creamers. And the lady beside me, she this is what she says. And I've heard this over and over again in the last couple days. So it, it helps me to know, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like the Lord confirms different things. Well, this is a good place to start a store. And you know, she said that. And then she said, I hope they get more creamer. I hope they get more food. Have you looked at the aisles? And then I've heard people say, especially when you're at the gas pump. I hope gas goes down. And I mean, we could all say amen to that. I mean, who? I don't want to pay if I don't have to pay. I'd rather pay you know a more reasonable price. But I want us to look at some things today, and I want us to understand our hope is not built on what man is doing. Our hope is not built on man. It's not built on a company here. It's not built on the government here. But we are not going to always remain here, are we? we'll be out of here and some of us are like come quickly lord jesus you know i did that when i was a kid praying if i got in trouble because my mom would say just wait till your dad gets home my dad always came home you know and so once you get saved you're like jesus just come now just come now but i'm still here and he's here today so we've lived to tell about it i want to talk about getting our hopes up and there's, we're in a season in the world or America or what around, we've all been, we're walking through, we've all went through the COVID-19 and we went through all of this. Some, some places are still, you know, they're very leery about anybody and everybody. If anybody coughs or sneezes and you're somewhere and people are looking at you like, what's this? So there's a lot of, because we've been through a lot and we really don't have all the answers. Nobody really knows all of what, you know, they'll say something and then later it's changed. But I want to give us, I'm going to do this in two weeks. I'm going to give you nine reasons that you can hope. And you're not getting them all today, so just relax. We're only going to get four of them today. But we're, you know, just so that we can put our hope in what counts. You hear all kinds of things. I heard, you know, I hope the gas goes down. I hope this. I hope it doesn't rain. I hope, you know, my vehicle stays together. I hope, I hope, I hope. I hope I get a new job. I hope I'm healed soon. I hope my children follow the Lord. We've all, probably because we're human, have said words like that. And we really were hoping that if we were hoping in the right thing, they would come to pass. But sometimes there's just bits of unbelief, bits of discouragement or doubt hidden inside of what we're saying especially when things are tough, especially when there's pressure, especially when all the things seem to be coming in or it just seems like things are closing down. We've talked and I've shared with you the importance of first words, what you say first in the middle of that chaos, what you speak by faith, what you are declaring that God has told you. No matter what you're facing, No matter how serious your circumstances, no matter how dark it seems to get, no matter what others say, no matter what the doctor has said, what does God say? What is God saying? I don't know what mountain you're facing, but I'm going to give you hope today. I didn't create it. God did. I'm just going to point you to it. It's your choice. What does God say? And then once you find out what he says, what do you say? jesus did stuff like this they'd say what are you saying that for he said i only i'm telling you i'm saying what my father said he would repeat things that god the father would say to him he would say those things what do you say when you are faced with things that seem hopeless what are you lining up with whatever you're facing whatever the issues whatever the problems whatever the pressure i love this phrase it's subject to change it's subject to change and we can have hope here's what you know the lord's telling me sometimes i put my hope in something i think it's all here but it's divided you've heard that saying you got all your eggs in one basket that's good if the basket's god's But if you've got part of your eggs in one basket and you've got part of your eggs over here, something's getting scrambled. So I want to put my eggs in the right... I want to have my hope where it means the most. Because if if it's subject to change, then it can, and according to the word, it will turn around. Sometimes you ever just feel like, God, I just need you to tell me something. I just, need, I just need you to speak to me something. i want to give you, like I said, nine things. I'm going to give you four this morning. Our first thought this morning is this. Hope overcomes. It's a force that wins. It's a force that it just goes over the doubt. It goes over the unbelief if you will give it the place to do it. 1 John 5, 4 and 5, for every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory through our faith. Who can win the battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So if we've been born again, if we have accepted Jesus as our Savior, on the inside of us, we have the three greatest forces ever created. It sounds like when I keep saying force, everybody thinks of Star Wars. So if I could be Yoda today, hmm, hope you have. You do have forces inside that God put there that can overcome the situation. The problem is the enemy wants to deceive you from using the equipment and the answer that God has given you. What are they? The Bible calls faith, hope, and love. 1313 of 1 Corinthians, three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. They are inseparable. They work together. And they have the power to put you on top. Faith, hope, and love. Now, I'm, I'm going to focus on, on hope, but the, the title of this is to get our hopes up. I remember the Lord telling my wife to get her hopes up. Have you ever been beaten down by the enemy where it just feels like, what is the use? You almost feel like Charlie Brown. Why is everybody always picking on me? Everything is going wrong. You feel like, and I grew up, we watched Hee Haw. I don't know if y'all have watched Hee Haw. You'd have to watch reruns now because they don't make it anymore. And probably don't want to waste your time. <laughs> but anyway, they, you know, they would sing the song, Gloom, Despair, Agony on Me, Deep Dark Depression, Excessive Misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Then they'd moan, oh, gloom, despair, agony and it was funny, but you think about it. Why would I be saying that? Why would I want that to, why would I want that to be my testimony? That's really a money. That's really not a, that's not a really good test. But get your hopes up. But getting your hopes it's the key to putting faith and love to work in your life. If I would put my hope in Jesus Christ, there's nothing wrong in that. He's perfect. So if I put my hope in what he says, what he's done, what his principles are, what the kingdom states, I cannot lose. I can love that. Everything, faith and hope and love are the answers that we need. Well, actually, you know, Jesus, but that's, if you were to dissect that, faith, hope and love, Jesus is, God is what? Love. The Lord told my wife, don't be afraid to get your hopes up. We live in a, in a time today that it seems like there is so much going on. There's so much happening. And you see people sometimes with their, their heads just hanging down. And we don't know what they've been through. And we've said the other day, you know, Kim and I were talking, you, know, you don't know what anybody else has been through. You, you just think, oh, man, they were so in. And she's very good at this. I'm not as good. Have you ever been where it seems like you've been either mistreated or the salesperson or whoever was rude, and you part inside you just want to go, uh, let me tell you something. I mean, have you ever had stuff that's just like, are you kidding me? True story. We went to a fast food place, not real, 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 real long ago, but real, real long ago. and And... I have a couple girls, Mal and Kim, that sometimes like things not just like the menu. So we just wanted a plain cheeseburger. Mal, cheese and ketchup on her burger, that's her. Don't put mustard on it, because then she's gonna wipe it off. And then you never really get it all off, do you? But she's cheese and ketchup. So we go through the drive-through, we get everything, we open it up it's got everything on it i pull over i take it back in now if you're a dude you're thinking they're going to just throw this away and i'm thinking i could eat that cuz i like mustard <laughs> but they they go and just pitch it what a waste so i said just cheese and ketchup they said okay here they hand it to me we take it out now i hope i'm getting all this right but it was crazy stupid There's a burger, there's no cheese, there's no ketchup. I go back in, here's a burger, I just want a cheeseburger, cheese and ketchup. So sorry. Take this, go back out, two pieces of bun, cheese. Really? It gets better. Go back in, cheeseburger, cheese and ketchup, come back out. Just the bun. I'm like, if I was the manager, somebody's going down. Come back in, I'm like, you're not going to believe this. I remember opening the sandwich up and she goes, I am so sorry. I said, so am I. They finally got it right. You ever have that where you're just like, is this really happening? This is stuff that comedians live for. Get your hopes up, even though things sometimes seem to be a landslide, but my hope is built on nothing less but Jesus and his righteousness. I get my hopes in Jesus, I cannot lose. Put your hopes in something bigger than you or anybody or anything else. Our second thought this morning is hope is already in you. Because that's one of those things. Well, Brett, if I need hope, how do I get it? If you are born again, if you've asked Jesus in your heart, and if you haven't, I'll give you the chance before this message is completely done. You can do it because he's already put it in you. If Jesus is in you, you have, you know, that's one of those doctrines. The blessed hope. He's coming again. You have Jesus in you. Ephesians 2.12, in those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel. And you did not know the covenant promises God made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. Most of us don't understand how important faith and love and hope are. And really, just the importance of hope. Because what are you believing in? The key role that hope plays. Faith and love can't operate the way they're supposed to without hope. That's why those things are together. The greatest of these is love. They'll know we are Christians by our love, faith, and hope. They need each other. If you feel hopeless about something, the truth remains. You do have hope if you have God. Sometimes in our life, in our situation, being human, we just feel hopeless. This doesn't seem to ever want to change. The job, the, the pressures, the bills, whatever. But we have to get something bigger than us. We gotta trust in the Lord with all your heart. How many knows that feelings will mislead you? If you have to feel saved to be saved, and none of us are gonna be saved long, because you don't, has anybody in here always felt saved? There's time, if you, okay, if you raise your hand now. You're not telling me the truth because <laughs> we've all had times where we're like, oh, have you anybody who just felt like the world's just coming at you and you're just like, for once, I would just like to hit the next person that came up. I am the only one. Thank you so much for making me feel special. God is, he's worked, at, it's past our feelings. Our feelings cannot dictate the truth because our feelings go up and down. They'll mislead us. I have to be led by the Word of God. I have to go back to what does God say? What am I? What am I attached to? What am I putting my life? What am I speaking? Remember when I told you about the? Remember the lady that her son died, and and they said what is it? And all she would say is all is well. Now he was dead. Truth was he was dead. Remember the little girl with J Iris? Jesus said she's not dead. Fact was she's dead. But again, first words, what are you lining up with? What what are you hoping in? What would God say about your situation? What's his word say? By faith say, thank God I have hope. Hopelessness is not caused by lack of education, lack of money, lack of opportunity. It comes from being without hope and without God in the world. Sometimes we just expect everything to be this way, but you understand there's two kingdoms that are battling. Earth, curse system, or the kingdom of man, and then there's the kingdom of God. You know that hopelessness comes from the enemy. My question, are we allowing him a voice? Are we letting him whisper in our ear what do i do this is what yeah it sounds simple and i know it's not please don't i'm not trying to make light of anything but you need more of god and more of his word that's how you fight greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world i'm more than a conqueror i can do all things through christ i have to fight with the word of god because that's my weapon that's the sword But like anything else, you have to feed your hope. If you only come to church and this is the only time you ever talk to God or the only time, and I'm glad you do. And I mean, that's better than not. But your week could get rough because you need God more than just one time a week. You need to have God with you. The Bible says in him we move, we live, and we have our being. I want I want to be right with him all the time. I want him right with me. He says he'll never leave me or forsake me. I can't say I've always done the same for him. I have to feed my hope with the word of God. Now, remember this. I've said it before, but I'm going to say it today. What you feed grows, what you starve dies. What you feed grows, what you starve dies. If you need something that's good, feed it with God. Get the word. If there's something that's bad, starve it. No part of it. Stay away from it. What you feed grows, what you starve dies. Third thought this morning, hope isn't a wish. When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. It isn't a wish, Philippians one twenty. for I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I've been in the past. I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ whether I live or die. Bible hope is not wishing. God is not wishy-washy. He says what he means and he means what he says. His yes is yes, his no is no. I mean, we, we, we give people a hard time because they're black and white and there's no gray area, and I understand all that, but isn't one thing I think the world might need Some black and white? If the Bible says this is right and this is wrong, then let's just go with what the Bible says. And I understand, well, people don't want that. They they don't like that. I didn't write it. I'm just trying to tell what the Word says. See, real Bible hope is not wishing. The Bible says if God said it, that settles it. If I don't believe it, it's still settled whether I believe it or not. He's still coming back. There are still things that are happening that God is in charge of because He has people that are doing His work. Worldly hope is wishing. People are saying, you know, I'm, I hope I get a raise at work. What they're really saying is, I don't think I'm going to get it, but I hope I do. It's not likely, but I like things to be declared. I like the word of God it's much stronger than a wish because it's not just based on wishing or wanting it's based on truth what does God's will say most of what we have and what we've worked and learned in church I guess maybe not worked, but just learned is that we really don't know the will of God if we know the will of God then we can have what the Bible says we can have is that true if the Bible says it and there's no fault in it and we know his will We have to declare and stand on what the word says. I've got a pair of binoculars. The kids got me several years ago. And uh, they're pretty good size. But I got them so that I could, if I was out and I was just scouting for deer or whatever, and I was up in a tree stand or whatever preseason. Or I could take it during the season, except they're kind of big. But, you know, you can look through those. And everybody knows what binoculars are. This is what I want to explain. I almost brought him today, and maybe I should have. But hope is the device on the binoculars that when I'm looking through something, that brings it into focus. Do you understand what I'm saying? If I'm looking at something and it's a bit of ways away, and I can see it, I can make out an image, but I can't really tell what it is, then I'm going to use this little thing here, and it's going to all of a sudden make that. And then I can see. That's what hope does. So you can look at something that God is telling you and then you can hope for it because God is telling you and you can bring it into focus. I mean, there's people in this room that have done exactly what I'm saying. Maybe you haven't figured it that way, but for over 10 years, Amy and Jay were looking through binoculars and God would say, I'm gonna bring you a baby. And I'd pray for them and I couldn't get past that. And I remember telling them, get the nursery ready. She wasn't pregnant. She was believing she was pregnant or she was going to be pregnant. You see what she's doing? She's looking through the eyes of faith. That's like the binoculars. And hope is the little thing that goes. And you go, I got it. Now, I'm not I I don't know 10 years or all of that. But all I know is there's a little sunny Ray that's back in the nursery back there is one little happy kid. You see, hope is a device that, that starts saying, you know what, this is going to happen. I believe it. Hope is part of your belief system because Jesus said it. My, again, now think of this song. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus and his righteousness. I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough for me, but through Christ I've made it. When God sees me, he sees the blood applied to my life. What Jesus did on the cross, he sees all of that. You see what hope does? It convinces your faith there's evidence. The binoculars see something and they're like, oh, I can't quite make it out. Hope says now you can make it out. It convinces that there's evidence. Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith shows up the reality of what we hope for. What we hope for is the evidence of things we cannot see. When we put hope with our faith, it's like he's got evidence now you have evidence because your hope is in something that's bigger than you your hope is in something that God has placed in your heart and you can look through the eyes of faith and see it and hope for it and believe it and it will come to pass it's already done as far as you're concerned Mark eleven twenty four. I believe I receive when I pray. Not when it shows up. Why? Because my hope isn't built in myself, in my five senses. It's built on Jesus Christ. Number four. Hope is always at work. Romans 8.25. We look forward to something we don't yet have, but we must wait patiently and confidently. The NIV says, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we will wait for it patiently. It's a supernatural expectancy. Hebrews says, faith and patience bring the promise. But you know how the promise gets there? Because you're already hoping. You're already believing. But let me also say this. It's a supernatural expectancy, but it can work both ways. You and I both, we could all say we know somebody that... (laughs) their hope is built on bad and not good i'm just waiting on the other shoe to drop i want to expect something good but that force do you know the enemy can get a force to work for him if i operate in the truth from god's word it's good If I'm looking at something bad or negative and just believing that, then I'm operating in a natural sense. It's just, I believe it when I see it. Oh, figures. This is how this goes. I got to tell somebody the other day, they just said, that's just my luck. It's my luck if this, have you invited somebody to church and they said, well, if I came to church, the roof would. (laughs) we've all yeah everybody yeah my response to that is hey I'm there and it's still standing so I guess I think you're safe this is what we have to understand what are you hoping for I want you to get your hopes up I want you to start believing God for something that maybe you've just forgot about or you just have chose to forget about but what's something that stirred in your spirit that you're believing and you're hoping for Something that you've just put on the back burner. I haven't seen anything. Hebrews says, if, if we're faith and patience, bring the promise. I, I get that. But if, you've, like, ah. but if you're like me, I have negated what I'm hoping for more times than I have put it into progress, if that makes any sense. Sometimes I'll say something one time and I'll be back and I'll say something different. I've been blessed enough to have a wife that'll say, you better not do that. You better break that. And you think, well, you're the pastor. You say everything right. <laughs> I wish. I break that. <laughs> I, I, I hope that I, you know, I'm learning. But as we walk with God, that's, that's the thing. We need to get our hopes in God. Quit looking for the snake. He has something good for you. I, just, I know that he'll protect me from the snake. I'm not looking for the snake, but if something would appear, he'll protect me. Now, I'm going to ask them to put on some, I'm just, really, I'm winding this thing up. Look at that. You're going to get out of here soon. You've heard me say this before, but the Lord wants me to share this with you again. Every place Kim and I've lived, I have always she puts the furniture where she wants because we all know if I put it where I thought it would go she'd be like she married me, I lived by myself I had a mobile home house trailer she figured out what she was getting into because I had stuffed animals not toy ones but like a you know like deer heads and raccoons and stuff everywhere mountain men statue and because i was this outdoorsman she went in there and i think she's probably like help me jesus anyway she has i told her the other day we were watching hgtv and i said baby you should be doing she has y'all if you ever want somebody she needs her own business she could go into a house and go you need to do this you could do that and and you'd be like oh my word She just has that gift. She can see something and go. So I let her put the furniture wherever she wants to. So wherever she puts the bed, the side that I take is always the side closest to the door. Because what I would tell her and what my kids know, I would believe God protects me from everything. That's where my hope lies. But if someone would ever be stupid enough to break in my house they are never getting to her before they have to come through me ever now that seems like oh that's cute we said that to a praise team when we were pastoring in pickerington and the lady she her husband's name was dave she said dave why don't you ever see why don't you ever do that and he, this is what her name was. And if you're watching, I don't think she is, but she, they're wonderful people. Alita said, Alita said, Dave, why don't you do that? And he said, Alita, if anybody broke in and took you, they'd have you back by morning. <laughs> we laughed and laughed and laughed over that. That was so funny. But the principle was true as far as, you know, my, my heart, my devotion, what I would do. And, you know, as just a father and a protector and all of those things. One of the things that I I believe that she says, this is one of the things I love about Brett, is because his hope is in God. He is invested in God. Not that I'm perfect. I'm certainly not that. But if there's something that I want my children to know... Was if i'm going to blaze a trail that's what i want to do i want to blaze it i don't want them to go i think dad was here He either went that way or he went this way no i want them to go dad was here he says go this way you see paul said follow me as i follow christ will you do everything right the enemy's going to try to put pressure on you sure will you mess up we've all done it but i want you to get your hopes up next week i'm going to give you five more things that'll help you with your hope but i want your hope if nothing else to know that it's already inside you and it's always working and you have to feed it you got to give it what just it needs god it needs you to give it God and you begin to digest the things of God. Your hope begins to grow. Things begin to change. And over the years, you know, I, I guess I've, you know, I've I've done the best I could and all of that, but I, I don't want to say guess, but I'm just saying. Now my kids are, they're all grown. Faith, hope, and love. You see, no matter all of the other things, those things, they abide. They work together. My kids know my faith. They know I love them, and they know I love God, and they know my hope is based on Him. So I want you to close your eyes, bow your heads. If you're here this morning, and as simple as this message is, I'm not trying to be real detailed or anything, but if you feel like the enemy is just beating you down, but you want to get your hopes back up, I want you just to put your hand up and put it back down. You can put it up online wherever you're at. Yes. Anyone else? You're just saying, man, I need to get my hopes back up. I've I've just been on a journey. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak hope to these, your people. I bind the enemy in the name of Jesus, Lord, that scales would come off their eyes, that they'd see that, Jesus, you are the hope. The word of God is the hope. And we put that in our system and in our spirit, our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions and godly things. Truth abounds. We get free. I speak life to these people in Jesus' name. If there's somebody there with their heads bowed, and their eyes closed, or they're saying, Brett, I've never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I would love to do that. Just simply say this prayer, Jesus, come into my life. Come into my heart. Forgive me for my sins i receive and accept you now as my lord and savior i give the rest of my life to you in jesus name everybody say amen if you've done that for the first time stop out at the guest uh, services out front or the guest kiosk or the welcome center whatever you want to call it there's a little book there uh, that'll help you it's free um, and you can even get a cd if you'd like that's free get your t-shirt that's free we just want to help you you that are watching online Unfortunately, I can't get you all that free, but if you come here, we can get it for you, and uh, we'd love to see you. But we're believing God for great things. We're believing for an amazing, an amazing rest of the year. We're going to have the best time. We're going to see people's lives change. Here's something that I wanted to share with you. Kim and I have been talking, and I know uh, we love Pastor Gary and Pastor Drinda. They do uh, video testimonies. We may do some of those, but we may just do some live testimonies. We may just have some testimonies where for five minutes we're going to bring a couple or a person up on the platform and just, uh, you know, sit at a table and just, you know, let you guys see something live. Just see where the Lord, listen to me, has has changed their hope. Now their, their hope a- a soars, it abounds because Jesus is real to them. But it's going to be a great time. We're going to see some great things happen. Um, it's going to be wonderful in Jesus' name. Stand your feet, give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah.